<laughs> one day, one day we'll publish them. It is a pleasure to welcome everyone this evening, our first uh, Thursday Night Live in a couple of months since uh, Radford Tishabov. As we begin uh, year three of Thursday Night Live, um, at least since I've been here, and hopefully uh, we'll get into that uh, the consistent flow of every other week, which is the plan every other Thursday night. I think uh, in two weeks and in four weeks, the schedule is clear, at least on my end, so I'll be here. Hopefully you'll join me, and we're excited to learn we're excited to learn together. The impetus for this year, um, we've had Baruch Hashem in the community already this year, since Rosh Hashanah, there have been uh, three Shalom Zachers, and it could be in the community. There are more. There haven't been that many Shavasim since Rosh Hashanah, but with, uh, with Avalea Kelman and Yaakov Farkas and Rabbi Einzig's grandson, um, the Strouchers are making the Shalom Zacher tomorrow night in town. So I've been to a lot of Shalom Zachers, and, and over the years, the different thoughts and different sources have heard different things about the Indian of Shalom Zacher. I never really learned it well, and I thought this would be a great opportunity. Also, we're starting the Parshios of Brismila in the Imam, and mistake, Yitzchak Avinu's Brismila is not in this week's Parsha. I was really just saying if anyone would correct me on that, no one did, which means either you didn't read the email, you have a tremendous amount of Kavad Arav, so you don't want to correct my mistake, that's probably what it was, um, or you just took it for granted that what I was saying made sense, which it, did, it didn't. Um, but Yishmael is born, well, I don't know if that Shalom Zucker for Yishmael, but uh, it's the Parshas of the Brismila, so I thought we'd... Uh, we, we learn a little bit about Shalom Zachar. Some of it might be uh, familiar, some of it not. And hopefully, uh, through our learning, we'll have a greater appreciation for Shalom Zachar and for some of the, the topics that, that come up. So this idea of the Shalom Zachar is actually in the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, Shulchan Aruch in source number one writes, O Nagulasos Seuda, we should be care- look at the words carefully, Suda Umishta, a meal and a, a mishta. A feast, a party, usually mishta refers to something with, with alcoholic beverages, wine, or, or the like. Think of mishta of Purim. The lel Shabbos, la'achar shenolad zacher. The Shabbos after a boy is born. Nechnasim eitzel atinok litom sham. You enter into the tinok. Eitzel atinok, we'll talk later, let's say the baby's not there. A lot of people like to make a mother's still in a hospital. If the mother's baby's born on a Thursday or a Friday or even a Wednesday if it's a C-section, there's a good chance the, the baby could still be in the hospital. Some grandparents will make a Shalom Zachar for their grandchildren, even though their grandchildren live uh, miles and miles away. Sounds from the Shulchan Aruch. Eitzelatinok, litom sham, to taste there. Vugamkin Sudas Mitzvah. It's a Sudas Mitzvah. Who cares if it's a Sudas Mitzvah? So there's, there's relevance to Hilchos Avelos. What an Avel is allowed to go to? Can he go to a Sudas Mitzvah? Can't go to a Sudas Mitzvah? But that's the, that's the Shulchan Aruch. It's Allah and Shulchan Aruch, which the Archa Shulchan points out. It's very interesting. The beginning of the Shulchan Aruch says, what are you supposed to make? Suda Umishta. And then in the end of the Shulchan Aruch, what does he say? You go to the Tinok. Lito. And what does Lito mean? It tastes a little bit. It's... The, Shulch, the Aruch HaShulchan already points out that the language of the Shulchan Aruch is strange. He starts off with Sudo Mishta, which sounds like it has to be a whole, a whole feast, a whole party. And then he says, you come and you, you eat. You eat a little bit. It's very interesting. The Aruch HaShulchan says, and this he's writing in, in Europe, he says that they were mavatel not to have a big feast because it's going to be very expensive. It's a, it's, a, it's a significant financial burden on the Balai Simcha. We're also making a bris and a suv of a bris. So just have, a, have some 
candy and cake and, and whatnot. But that's the idea of Shalom Zohar. And the question is why? What's the point of this, this mishteh, this suda, this ti'ima, etzel, atinok? What are we doing? What are we trying to accomplish? I'd like to discuss why Shabbos? You can do it on a Thursday night. You can do it on a Tuesday night. Do it the night before the bris milah. And why is it called a Shalom Zohar? We'll get there. We'll get there. Rav Salvechik, we'll see, was, was very against it, as we'll talk about in a little bit. Why, why, so what's the point? I'm sure people here have heard of some of the, the reasons. Why do we have this, this Shalom Zacher? Awkward. Anyone? Uh, no one's heard anything. We lost Highland Park Edison is known for the Shalom Zacher. As I could say from experience, my Shabbos Provo, and I came to check out check, uh, my, my trial Shabbos, um, Jordan Kaplan um, and Shana had a, had a Shalom Zachars, right? Yeah. Well, it was one Shalom Zachar for two babies. Is there twin boys? That was a Shabbos I was here, and that actually sold me. I came. I was obviously very interested in the in the position, but coming here and seeing the the energy, the the excitement, the singing, watching you know Michi run the run the show at your Shalom Zachar. Um, Shalom Zachar is very wild. Why? What, what, what are we? What, what's the point? Baby lost all the Torah. Baby lost all the Torah. Okay, we'll see that in a little bit. So why are we going to visit him? What? I have no idea. Okay, we'll get there. Anything else? Well, I mean, to go with that is that you're supposed to miss it. People in the Vela, so they're mourning the loss of the Torah. So. Like Nicham Avelim. Right. Right, but usually at Nicham Avelim, you don't make a big party. You're jumping up and down and singing. L'chaim, Nicham Avelim, right? And there's also no Nicham Avelim on Shabbos. Right, there's no nichma on Shabbos. Okay, so let's we'll hold off. We'll hold off on that reason to number three. He has the opportunity to learn Torah. But isn't that why you have a Okay, so good, good, good. So let's uh, let let's 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 jump in. The first approach is said by the Chumash Hadeshen and uh, the Maharshal. It's quoted by the Taz, and that's based on the following. The Gemara in source three uh, writes: Rab v'Shmuel v'Rab Asi iklu lebei Shavua haben. The Amri law lebei Yeshua haben. They would travel. They would travel to a Shavua haben and a Yeshua haben. So what's a Shavua haben and what's a Yeshua haben? So Rashi writes Shavua haben brismila. Why is it called Shavua haben? Because the verse comes after a Shavua. And what's Yeshua haben? Says Rashi mishta sheosin lepidyon haben. A pidgin ben is called the Yeshua ben because Yeshua, Uncle translates as porkin. Porkin means redeem. Pidyon means redeem. Tosa said it's a big stretch. Yeshua means pidgin ben because Yeshua means porkin and porkin means podin. That's, that's a little bit convoluted, says Tosos. So Tosos quotes Rabbeinu Tam. If you look in the second line in source 5, Rabbeinu Tam, Piresh, Shenolad Sham ben, a baby was born, the Al Shem Shehavlad, Nosha, the Nimlat Mimei Imo, Kidrse, the Mlita Zachar, Naka, Lashon Yeshua, Vayuragil, and Lassos Suda. The baby was born and is alive. We take it for granted sometimes, and Be'ezus Hashem, everyone who's going to have children and grandchildren, everything should be healthy, but it's a tremendous uh, Sakana. Right, we say Alshalosh Averis Nashim Mesos Pshasli Dasan Pshasli Dasan. Later is a time of of Sakana. So a baby is born, and the baby is healthy. So we make a Suda Soda. Just like a person is saved from a a person in a terrible accident, a person's ill and they become healed. We make a Suda Soda. We make a, a Thanksgiving meal. 
So says Tosos, that's Yeshua Ben, the baby had a Yeshua. The baby was in a tremendous situation of Sakana. The baby saved, so we make a Suda. The Truma said, Oh, ask the Shach, no, ask the Dogel Mervava, the Nod Behuda, on the Shach, Simon Kuf Ainches in Yordea. According to this Truma Sedeshen, it doesn't make any sense because the language of the Shulchanar was very clear from Yisham Zacher. We're not getting into the Ashkafic issues of Yisham Bat tonight. It could be a conversation for another time. I don't want to go there tonight. Says the Dogel Mervava, if the Truma Sedeshen is right, 100%, there should be no difference. Between a Zachar and a Keva, a boy and a girl, and we should have the same Suda Soda for a girl being born. Dagamar Vava, Nobi Huda's Kasha. That's how the Chuma Sedeshan learns. It's a Sudas Hoda. Why Shabbos? Why Shabbos? Oh, so the Chuma Sedeshan writes, if you take a look at the last line in Source 7, we're not going to read the whole thing. He says, it's the last. It's page two, the last, I don't know, seven or eight words on page two, on source seven on page two. The Kava Belele Shabbos, Bishas Shakom, Tsumatan, people are in. You do, it, you do it on Thursday night, everyone's learning Thursday night live. People are still at work, people are busy. A Friday night, what, what's. What's going on? So make the Sudas Hoda on a night that more people come, the more the merrier, pursuing these, whatever. Sudas Hoda on Shabbos. They used to make chasen for that. That was a different reason. That's because people they could uh, support support the poor. They could support the poor by having a meal. They would have their weddings right before Shabbos, and they would have the meal uh, on Shabbos. And that was a Friday night suda. So we, back then, the, the guests would eat in shul. They were supported by the community, so they were able to kind of kill two birds with one stone, have the wedding meal and the Friday night dinner meal. The what do they do for a band? Uh, they had Mizamrim, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it's a kind of wedding. So they only had a guy flying like this, I don't know. There so, was some point where they had Goyam fly, I think it's... Oh, there's a Mishnah Brua that talks about this. Where is this Mishnah Brua? Someone asked me, why can't we do that simple Torah? Simple Torah dancing would be significantly enhanced. Yeah, just get a band. I, mean, I don't know if they know all the Jewish songs. Yeah, they can learn it. Yeah, most a lot of the musicians who play in these bands at weddings are. Oh, okay, it's a topic for another time. But before next year's Simple Story, we'll find out what, if we can. We'll get one, and if not, why not? That's uh, that's the first the first reason the Chumash Adeshin the Yamshel Shlomo, which the Taz quotes with Harvey's Kasha, the Kasha Damar Vava, hundred percent have the same thing for a girl. Then the Taz says something very interesting based on a Medrash. Let's read the Medrash in source 10. Amar Rabbi Shua de Sachnin. Rabbi Shua of Sachnin, B'Shem Rabbi Levi, Omar, he said the following, Masho l'melech shenichnas l'medina. A king comes into the, the, the city that he's, that he's ruling over. V'gazar, v'omar, and he decreed, kol achsinin sheyesh kan, all guests, anyone who lives in this city, lo yiru panai cannot see my face. Ad shayiru pinei hamatrona tchila until they see the palace first. You want to see the king? Visit the palace. I guess you could see the the godless. You could see the greatness of the king by seeing the palace. See the palace and then come to me. Amar Kadosh Baruch God says, lo taviu lofanei korban. You can't bring me a korban. Ad shatavor love Shabbos. Until it's a Shabbos. Why? She'en zayin yamin below Shabbos. You can't have seven days without a Shabbos. They'en mila below Shabbos. 
you can't have a mila without a Shabbos. A korban needs eight day. Mila needs eight day. A baby who's going to be brought as a korban. There's a lot of <coughs> symbolism between the baby being brought as, uh, for his mila and a korban. Before the baby is brought as his korban, as the mila, the baby should see a Shabbos first. Just like God says, see the palace before you uh, see me. The king says that. So too God says, before you come to me as his korban, before you're sacrificed, so you should have a Shabbos first. That's the ties. Now, what does it have to do with the party? So what does it have to do with the party? The, 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 the baby will have a Shabbos. I mean, that's why God, maybe that's why God says do a meal on the eighth day, so the baby should see the Shabbos. They point out it's actually more than Shabbos, it's Friday night, because if the baby was born Shabbos afternoon, you could do a brush Shabbos morning, and the baby saw a Shabbos. Maybe it means see a whole Shabbos, um, but but why have to make a whole party? Why do you need people there? I don't know. The Taz just all the Taz says is Raisi Smachlaza. I see a, a point, a hint to this idea of a Shalom Zakhar, and he quotes the Medrash. I don't know. I, I don't have a good answer to your question. I, maybe to see the palace when there's nothing going on, that doesn't bring as much of a couple to the Melch. To go into the palace during uh, when it's when it's not busy, when it's empty, when there's no hustle and bustle. So you're just seeing a nice building when you can see the palace and, and people are in the palace and it's there's there's movement, there's energy, there's excitement. That brings a couple to the malach when the palace is is exciting. The vessel came the halak Ragesh, to go to Hashem's palace when there's this maybe, but to just be in a house alone, the, the question is barely answered. Anyone? In, We'll get, we'll get there. That's coming to the end. Number three is what Zeb said, which I think is the, the most well-known of answers and perhaps the most difficult. The Drisha says, Mashanogin B'Shabbos in source 11, the bottom of page 2, Lovaker Eitzel Tino Kanolad, Mishum Shu Ovel Al Toraso Shashachach. The baby is an Ovel. He quotes the Gemara in Nida. The Gemara Nida, you have it on source 13, you can take a look at it later. The Gemara said that when the baby is in the womb, it learns Kala Torakula. When the baby comes out, the Malach comes, came in Shabbat Avril and Bamak, the Satra Al Piv, and gives him a patch. I, I don't like that you just did that, I'll tell you why in a minute. I'll tell you why in a minute. Gives a patch on the mouth, and the baby forgets Kala Torakula. So the baby was just born. The baby was just born. The baby, okay, the baby doesn't have feelings. It's, it's eight days old. I mean, it has feelings. You know what I mean? The baby, the baby doesn't know anything. The baby is just thinking, I can't believe what's going to happen in the next couple, the next couple of days. Um, or he's thinking, you know, why are my father's friends drinking so much? I don't know. The baby is, 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 is sad. There's, there's a veilus. The baby forgot all. He knew culture cool. He was the biggest Tamachacham in the world. And then he forgot his Torah. So we come and I guess visit the baby to do almost like a nichum avelim because he's on a velus that he forgot his Torah. So, Reb Chaim Kenevsky was asked this question. Does a girl forget, is a girl learn kol Torah kula in the mother's womb? So, Reb Chaim Kenevsky says there's two ways to view it. On the one hand, she has to, she's obligated to learn the halachas that apply to her. So she has to learn. So she has to learn. We're going to talk in a minute why we learned Torah in the first place, if we're going to forget it. But there's no chi of Talmud Torah. 
Right? There's no chi of Talmud Torah for Talmud Torah's sake. She has to learn so she knows how to keep the halacha. So Rechaim Kamenetsky has it as a suffix. Um, the Yavit says, based on this stuff, maybe you should have a Shalom Bad also for this, for this, for this reason. That's the, that's the, the Jerisha, which is very interesting. Based on this, we're going to skip for a minute. In source 16, if you flip the page over, the Sefer is Zechor Bris, which has a lot of Minhagim about Brismila and Pidyon Ben and Shalom Zachar. He says, it's in source 16 when the arrow is, have lentils. Chickpeas. Why? Because Minag Avelos. Hakol Kiminag Medina, whatever the Minag of that Medina is, that's a Velos. If you're going to tell me that the baby is in a Velos, so we should eat a Velos foods. You shouldn't be doing a Velos. Oh, so Rav in Source 17, if Shechter quotes, Rabbeinu Hisnagi, where the arrow is, Hisnagi Lazah. He was very opposed to this. Remember, she ain't not Arbus. It's not appropriate to have, have chickpeas. Okay? Not appropriate. He goes on to say that the Shulchanarach writes, there's no Sudas Havra on Shabbos. The Shach says there is. Do they have that today? Is there, do they do Sudas Havra on Shabbos? Anyone? The Sudas Havra is the first meal after the Kvura. So if the Kvura happened late on a Friday afternoon, the Shulchanarach says not to. The Shach says you could. Um, I think my father won't have that. Man. He's behind you, so you could ask him. Didn't you have that? And you, you made it before. We ate earlier on Friday. We ate earlier on Friday. Right. Yeah. To avoid this problem? You're hungry, yeah. right? So, I'm not sure. It's my whole guess the shulchanark and the shach. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what what the minig has done today. But Salvage says we don't we don't do a stilus hovra on Shabbos, so you should not have um, you should not have the chickpeas. Uh, we're gonna I think in a couple minutes explain or maybe a reason why why to have that. The other question is if it's avelus. So what are we having a great time? It's the funniest thing. Everyone comes. You're coming to comfort the baby shashachach. All the throughout all this Torah, and you're you're having a great time. Who doesn't love a good shit? What? Oh, so it could be if the baby's not. According to this reason, if the baby's not there, you shouldn't have it. I'll just tell you very quickly. We'll see later on. Depending on the reason, you'll tell me if the baby should be there or not. If you learn it's a sudas hoda to thank Kosh Baruch the baby's born, you don't need a baby there, right? You don't need a baby. Where I'm a, a father and a mother are getting together, and they're making a feast to show gratitude to God that their baby is born and safe no, and sound. You don't need the baby there. You don't need the mother there. I could argue you don't need the father there. Let the grandparents do it. Why not? It's a suicide. If you learn that it's the, she is Shabbos first, you don't need the baby there either. I could argue. The, the, I, I, we don't understand the whole thing in the first place, so it's hard to really make the argument. But if you learn that it's to be menachim the baby, you're not really menachim him because he's eight days old, he's two days old, he's, he's half a day old. So then the baby has to be there. They, 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 they point that out. They point that out. But what does that mean? We're having a great time. It's a velus because the baby forgot his Torah, and we're sitting there having the best time in the world. So that, no, but, but not according. That's not why I have a shalom zacher according to the Jewish. Yeah, according to the Jewish, the reason we have a shalom zacher is because it, the baby's in Avel. Yeah, but Shachach Torah. So, okay, fine. But he forgot his Torah, but he didn't earn the Torah. Until now, you get got a little Torah for free. Learned but now he has an opportunity to devote his life to learn the Torah. Oh, so, let, the so let's go back. Why does the baby learn the Torah in the mother's womb? They're going to forget it anyways. What's the point? It's like our children sometimes. I mean, 
I said, well, I got sorry for this test. I'm, I'm memorizing facts uh, for history. It's not going to help me for my life. Uh, I'm just going to study it. I'm going I'm to memorize it. And two days later, I'm not going to remember it. Now, that's a hard question to answer. But I'll, Rabbi Isaac is the, 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 edu- the experienced educator here. I'll let him answer that question. I don't have a good answer to that question. But why, why do they learn the Torah in the mother's womb? What's the point? What's the point? So the brother of the Gra, um, I have it here on page three. Sefer Malas Torah quotes his brother, the Vilna Gon, and he basically says, he says this idea. He asks, why do, why do we teach the baby the whole Torah if he's going to forget anyways? What's, what's the point, point? He says that we say, Give us our chilek in Torah. Each person has the ability and maybe even the mandate to find their own place in Torah. It's not the same for everyone. It's, it's the same Torah, but we're all going to find our own personal, individual connection with the Torah, the type of Torah we like to learning, how, how we relate uh, to the Torah, how, everyone has their own their own chel. Like that's the same chel nu We, our life's mission, says the Gra, is to go back and find what that chel is. That's why the Gemara Megillah has a language: Yagati umatsati tamen. If you work hard and you're matsati, what's matsati? Literally, you find it. Says the Gra, a matsia is something you lost. And you found Yagati Umatsati. What do you mean Matsati? Yagati Vikaniti. Yagati Vilamadati. If you work hard and you learn, Matsati, because it was there, it was yours. The only way we're able to learn is because we had it in us. We can't say, I, I couldn't. We learned it, we have the ability, and now, of course, Barclay says, work hard and toil for it. If it's easy for us, if it comes so easy when it's spoon fed to us, we don't end up appreciating that. People who work hard uh, for their money usually appreciate their money a lot more than someone who's just gifted to them uh, from above. You appreciate it, we can work hard for it, and we can't learn. They even ask the Mafarshim asked, how does a convert learn? The convert didn't learn Kalatar Kul in the mother's womb. So how is he able to learn when he converts? Maybe retroactively learn. That's a, it's a, a question that's an interesting question. But the only way we're able to learn and what gives us the ability, the drive to have that that. The, the ethic to work hard to have the amelus is because we learned it. So if that's true, it actually is a great simcha. The only way you're going to be able to learn again, the only way you're going to be able to live a life of Torah is because you have it in you. Don't say it's hard. When you're in class and you're in sheer and it's difficult and you're tired and you don't understand why is God... You have it. You can live a life of Torah. What greater simcha is there than that? It turns out that adashim, lentils, chickpeas, also have this meaning. Rabbi, Rabbi Noach Sauer from, from town, from JC, told me that the Medrash, by, in Parshish Toldos, Yaakov sold to Esau lentils. Why are they eating that? Morning. Morning. The Medrash says, but it was also a food of Simcha. What was the food of Simcha? That through this he was getting the brachos. So even the chickpeas, the lentils, have that, that duality. So we come and we tell this kid, this is a tremendous simcha. You're going to be able to learn again. And that makes sense why we do it on Shabbos. The Yushalmi says that Shabbos was given so Jews could learn. 
We don't have to work. We have nothing else to do, nothing to worry about. So we tell this baby, look at this man simcha. Look what we could do. On the one hand, we're visiting you because you're sad, but don't worry, things will be much better. And if this is true, I saw something wild. This is, I got to tell, uh, tell all the rabbis this if they want to get out of, if they don't like Shalom Zuckers, they want to get out of Shalom Zuckers. There's um, the Chabina Rub, who's a big tzaddik in Eretz Israel. He became a Rub in a town in Europe before he moved to Israel. And he didn't go to Shalom Zuckers. The people in the community said, well, this young rabbi is coming in, and trailblazing, he's not. The minute was, the rabbi would go to the house of the Yoledes who gave birth and go visit the, the parents, the mother, the father, the baby, and the Shalom Zacher. He didn't go. They said to him, how can you not go? It's Shalom Zacher. He says, why do you go to Shalom Zacher? To comfort the baby who lost his Torah. You tell them, look what you can become. Look what you can become. If you work hard, you can get it back. Me, the rabbis today, you're going to make it worse for the kid. What, the kid should turn out like Malitsky? So if, if Malitsky's going to go visit the baby and comfort the baby, that's not a comfort. Yeah, you end up being a, you end up being a guy. So, so he stopped going to Shalom Zakr. The point is that it is a simcha. We're reminding the child, look what you can become. You can learn. Look, not to my own horn, look what I did, but yeah. I, I went to the daf this morning. I learned uh, Mishnayos. I learned Halacha. I went to Shir. I had a Chavrusa. You could do it too. So that's a tremendous, uh, tremendous simcha. No, the kid. I know, I know, I know that, but I'm saying you change the approach and say that it's the, the parents. So people are coming to me not with their parents. Why? Because they had a child that learned the Torah. It was a great thing, and he forgot it. And that would also explain why you have Shalom Zachar, even the baby's not there. Because really, the focus is on the parents. They're, you know, right, they're the, sad. They're, you know, they need to be... That's a, that's a very interesting approach. It's just that's an intense approach that... I, I know there's a big discussion of child who intermarries. There used to be a time where people sat shiva. You're now we're saying that they needed nichum avelim just because they have a son who forgot Torah. It could be. It's, and, and you turn your to look at it. Right. They another chance to learn Torah. You know, and that's why you, you do it. It's not there. I mean, it's just it's a different approach. Who the right. other area is? Interesting. Now, if this is true, the Yavitz points out why Shabbos, because Shabbos is a special Indian to remember your Torah. Shabbos is zachor, zichur Torah Moshe. We say in Kol uh, the Yavitz actually said it's not Shalom Zachar, it's Shalom Zachor. Because we're, we're, we're trying to remind him the Torah, help him remember the Torah. So it's Shalom Zachor, not Shalom Zachor. That's why on Shabbos, because Shabbos is, uh, is his man of Zechira. Now while we're on this topic, I want to share something. It's a little bit, a little bit off topic, but I just did a little research today, and it's, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, people like to say, and this is why Harvey hinted it, that the reason we have this thing over here, what, fil- filtrum. Filtrum. filtrum, we've heard this before? Yeah, we have the filtrum because when the, yeah, the Gemara yeah. says, when the Malak comes out, it gives the pot. Now, that's, I, I don't believe there's any source for that. I think it's an Irish kite. How do I know? Because if you look at the three-month ultrasound, it already has the filtrum. So if the Medjur says when the baby's born, and Yatzalav or Olam hits it, non-Jews have the filtrum. And I don't, I don't believe, and you could search all over, I don't believe there's any source that... The Gemara just says, the Malak comes and gives it a pot. The Gemara... It happens to me, we have a thing over here, but... So there's a famous Misa, I heard about this for years, that in Israel, in the 1950s, there was a baby born in B'nai Brak, um, without the filtrum, and this baby was in Cheder, you, you've heard this? The baby was in Cheder, he was four years old, and the Rebbe says a Pasuk, and he finishes the rest of the parak. It's like, what's going on? The Rebbe says a Mishnah, he starts saying, Shas Mishnah is And this was like a huge tumult, a huge craziness in Israel. Everyone was... 
was going. The story goes, they took him to the Belzer Rebbe, and the Belzer Rebbe took care of him, and he forgot all of his Torah. I heard now he's a taxi driver. I, this would be a, this, this would be a, this would be a good movie. Um, I had heard this. I never really believed it. I was talking to some. I don't know if he hit him or he he you know did some stuff that rebels do. I, I don't know. Um, I was talking to some some people today, and they told me a guy who learned in in Detroit. Um, so Blade Boxed was a big Rosh Hashiva in Detroit. He learned in the mirror in Shanghai and started yeshiva in Detroit. His son. His son used to be Rabbi Simcha. He was a Rebbe in Edison Yeshiva, and now he's the Rosh Yeshiva or the Koroshiva or something in, in Detroit. Rabbi Lee Boxed has, used to tell his students this story I'm about to tell you, and I found it written up over here. It's fascinating. He had heard about this. So he sent a letter to Rabbi Chatzko Levenstein. Rabbi Chatzko Levenstein was the Mashkiach of the Panamich Yeshiva. He was the Mashkiach of Mir as they escaped from Vilna to Shanghai, came to America for two years, was in the mirror in, in Israel, then the Mashkiach in, in Panovich. He was living in B'nai Rekha at the time. He sent him a letter. I heard about this. I don't really believe it's true, he says. First of all, what the Malach forgot to give this one kid. Uh, no, he, he doesn't say that's why they have the thing, but he really, the Malach forgot to give him the patch, A. And B, he says, if it's true, send him to America. Let's get him on TV. And all Jews will have tremendous amuna. If the Gemara says that he learns Kalatora Kula, the Malak comes and hits him, and now we have a kid who knows Kalatora Kula, so that, and doesn't have the and the Muna, put him on TV. We'll put him on TV. You don't need all these little lectures and seminars on belief in Hashem. You have Muna. So Rabchatzka Levenstein writes, Ha'uvda Emeshi. It's true. Ubiti Vechasti, my daughter, my son-in-law, it's Ruben Ginsburg. Garim Samach Shtei Dirot Lohosamishwacha. They live two, a deer, two apartments away from this family. Ubiti Rasas Hadavar Vesiprili Adosav. She saw it. I don't know if she gave him a fahir, I don't know. But she saw it, she knew about this. And he says, I want to go see it myself. And he says, I decide not to. Even though I live in Bnei Brak, I'm not so far. He says, the fact that I wanted to go is Asas Hayetzer. It's the Yetzirah pushing me to go. Why? And this is fascinating. I think it's not so poshid. He says that, where does our Muna come from? Our Muna is Avuseinu Siprulanu. You can't really ever definitively prove Hashem. I mean, there are people who try to make these beliefs that someone doesn't believe that they're not so compelling. Avuseinu Siprulanu. If I need that, that means I don't have proper Muna. I believe it because my father, my grandfather, that's the Masora I have. I don't need... I don't need to see it. So he said, I don't want to go. But he says it's a, it's a true story. I had heard that, now he's a text driver. I don't know if it's true, but this idea that the baby learns called Torakula, and the Jerisha is saying, the reason we have this, the Suda, the Mishta, is to, to bring in Nichum for the baby, and the idea is that we're trying to tell him that he could come back. He had it, he had it in him. Um, let's just share... Does this boy have a Shalom Zahar? Huh? Does this boy have a Shalom Zahar? At this point, I mean, they, didn't, they didn't know uh, until he started talking. Um, yeah, uh, one other, I'll share, there are a couple more, but let's, um, let's do one more. Reason number four, this is the Rav Shetter quotes in source 19, the bottom page five from Rav Soloveitchik, which is that the Rambam writes that when a person is in a situation of Bikuach Nefesh, a person in a situation where their life's at risk, don't get a non-Jew, 
Don't break Shabbos through a child or through a slave. Who should be Mechal Shabbos for the one who's in Pikur Nefesh? Kidole Yisrael V'chachamehem. Which is somewhat counterintuitive. I would have argued that the Gedola Yisrael, don't let them be Mechal Shabbos. The Ram says not the way. The Ram says that when there's a situation of Pikuach Nefesh, the Gedola Yisrael should break Shabbos to say the person. So an Isha, when she gives birth for seven days, for a lot of halachas, is considered to be a Chola. She's in a situation of Sakana. So the rabbis would go, and they'd bring people with them, they would go to see if they need to be, they need to kill Shabbos to, to, to heal them. So that's the reason that, now why do you eat there? So I don't know, it doesn't explain how that makes sense to, why the Shulchan Aruch says that you make a Suda and a Mishta and a Ti'ima to taste, but he says the rabbis would go, if the rabbis are going to go, everyone else is going to go, I guess you have food, because if people are showing up at the house, you got to feed them, but the reason you're going is very practical because you might need to do pikuach nefesh to save the Yoledes who just gave birth. She's a cholashi for seven days. So, uh, so the rabbi would go. The rabbi goes. I mean, nowadays people go the other way, but back then, people, the rabbi would go. People would follow and they'd go for a shalom. Same question about a daughter. Yeah. 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 Really, the only, the only, the, according to the second reason we saw, you definitely would not do it for a girl. Because it's about milah. Before the meal, there should be Shabbos. That's only true for, for boys. And according to the third reason of Torah, one could, one could question whether an Isha learns Kotor Kula in her mother's womb. Oh, because it's in Shabbos. Well, I guess they'll go Friday night and they'll see what the situation is. If, if things are tight, if things are tricky, they'll, they'll go back, they'll go check to see if they need any... Now, it's not, she's not a choshe in every aspect, but in, in a lot of aspects. Two last... Um, there's more to say, but we're running out of time. Um, if the baby's not there, so we, we address that. If you learn that it's because of the Shabbos for the Milah, probably yes. If it's Hoda, yes. If you learn it's because he forgot his Torah... Then they're not. According to our salvation reason, it would all depend on if the mother's there. If the mother's there, yeah. If the mother's not there, no. It shouldn't matter if the baby's there. The last thing which is interesting is what happens if a baby is born right, right after Shabbos starts. Okay, so let's say this week, you, uh, baby's born at 8 o'clock. So you do the Shalom Zachar that night or the week before? Or the week later, I'm sorry. The week before, she's still pregnant. Yeah, it's been a long week, I'm sorry. Just seeing if you guys are paying attention. It was good. That was good. Uh, the week later or that night, and why? I, we, do the, we do the week later, but why? There's no time to So the, the Prima Godim actually says, Halakhli, you should do it right away. Okay, if it's a Suda Soda, so it makes sense. The baby was born, I mean, you might want to... Wait to see if the baby's okay. But the baby was born. The baby survived a, a delivery. The baby's okay. So do it right away. If it's a Shabbos before to have a Shabbos, that meal, it has a Shabbos. Why should we do the Shabbos over next Shabbos? If it's a Shachach Temut, I think according to all reasons, it makes sense to do it right away. So, yeah. So the Sefer, the Sefer, uh, Sefer Abris, which right, Lubin apparently said the Machaber used to come to town a lot. Rav Puritinsky, I think it's right, Lubin's Chavrusa, he used to come to town. That Sefer is magnificent. Yeah, it's like four or five hundred pages tall. Every th- it's unbelievable. So he quotes in here that the minog is to do it the next Shabbos just for practical. First of all, how do people know? If the baby is born Shabbos, you can't send out a text. 
um, or an email or make phone calls. How are you going to prepare anything? Uh, become, so practically, you do later. There is a big discussion, and I, and, and I didn't have, uh, I didn't see a lot of people talk about this. If you know the bris is going to be delayed for weeks, so when to do shalom? <laughs> Every week, Suffolk, Suffolk, Shalom Zacher Lachumra. Now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. I, I do think if a baby's born on Friday afternoon before Shabbos, then the, the Shalom Zacher is still that Friday night. So as long as it's but, no, Shabbos. because the birth is going to be on Friday. There's not going to be another Shabbos. Um, but let's say a baby is born very prematurely, and you you know you know there's not going to be a birth for a month too. So people know what what are they? What's the minog? Anyone know? I don't know, hopefully it shouldn't happen. Uh, baby should be born in time. But that's uh, certainly the reason about Shabbos. should tell us something about the Shabbos. Shabbos is its matronum that needs to be developed a little further. And uh, for us, we can remember that we, we had the Torah. As difficult as it gets sometimes to remember that we have it, we have it in us. Um, there's a simcha that we get to, to, try to, reacquire, to try to reacquire what we had. And uh, we should all... So is the premium not finished? That's a good question. Once well, now, baby's born two months premature, so they only got through like three quarters of shots. What happens to? <laughs> yeah, what do they do if they go, if they if they if they're late? They do chazara. Interesting, and they all take the same amount of time. Like when the the baby's smart and the a smarter a smarter child, are they smarter in the room? They only get smarter when they come out. The, the Malach has, a, has more patience. For, I guess he's a good Rebbe. That's differentiated learning. Let's say you have twins, and they're not on the same pace. That's uh, the first example of differentiated learning. All right, everyone, have a wonderful evening. A wonderful Shabbos. Mazel Tov.